you sum up the Old Testament? 39 books written over a millennium? What is it all about? Well, the Sermon on the Mount gives two answers to that question. Twice, Jesus discusses the Law and the Prophets. That's a way of referring to the Hebrew Bible, the Law and the Prophets. So according to Jesus, what is the Law and the Prophets, what is the Old Testament, all about? Well, his first answer, Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, is this. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. So the the law and the prophets are about Jesus. He fills full the law and accomplishes it. So Jesus is the point of the Old Testament. But two chapters later, in the same sermon, Jesus gives a different response to the same question. What is it that sums up the law and the prophets? Matthew 7 verse 12. In everything... Do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So here's another angle. What sums up the law and the prophets? Do as you would be done by. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's the so-called golden rule. So do you see the two ways that you could look at the Old Testament? From one angle, it's telling you, do as you would be done by. From another angle, it's telling you about Jesus, the one who actually fulfills and accomplishes the law. So the law and the prophets is summed up by the one great command and by the one great fulfiller of the command, Jesus. And that's basically how to read the Bible. The Bible gives us a description of the good life and it tells us about Jesus, the one who actually lived the good life for us. It gives us the command And it gives us the Savior who fulfilled that command. It gives us the law and it gives us the gospel. So as we read Jesus' description of the law in the Sermon on the Mount, we see the nature of the good life. Matthew chapter 5, we are meant to be peace-loving, pure-hearted, devoted, forgiving, and perfectly, perfectly holy people. We were meant to be perfect, just like our Father in heaven is perfect. That's true, we should be. But we're not, are we? Perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect? Well, Jesus keeps going in Matthew chapter 6, and we learn that we should give and pray and fast without any care for our reputation. We should be generous, completely free of greed, and completely free of worry. I mean, that's true. We should be, shouldn't we? But we're not, are we? But Jesus keeps going in Matthew chapter 7. He says we should be totally without judgment, totally without hypocrisy, totally without superiority. We should be utterly prayerful, constantly asking, seeking, and knocking on heaven's door. This is the good life, isn't it? It is. But it's not our life, not naturally. And so we get to our phrase for today, and Jesus is summing up everything that he said so far. He says, so in everything, let me sum up everything I've just said about the good life. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We should, we should proactively treat others the way that we want to be treated. This golden rule is the gold standard of all ethical behavior, but it judges us to be bankrupt. You see, this describes a loving initiative that I don't naturally possess. Do unto others is not the way I'm wired. Usually, I respond to others. If they scratch my back, then maybe I'll scratch theirs. If they harm me, my instinct is to lash back. 
But the golden rule calls me to act first, not to respond, but to initiate with other-centered sacrificial service. And that's not naturally how I'm wired. I just don't have this righteousness in myself. Ah, but Matthew 5 verse 6, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. And that's us, isn't it? We hunger and thirst for this righteousness. We don't have it naturally. And Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5 verses 10 and 11 that he is God's righteousness given to hungry sinners. So here is the gospel. For those who realize that they do not do unto others as they are done to, to those people Jesus becomes the fulfiller of the golden rule. From Matthew 5, Jesus is the peace-loving, pure-hearted, devoted, forgiving, perfect man. From Matthew 6, he is the guileless, giving, praying, fasting, self-denying, generous, worry-free believer. In Matthew 7, he is without hypocrisy and without superiority. He is the single-minded, asking, seeking, knocking prayer. He is the one who does to others what he would have them do to him. What a man. What a God. He doesn't wait for us to do good to him first. He shows that we don't do good to him. Instead, he comes of his own initiative, even though we have done him evil. He comes to do us good. The law is good. The golden rule is wonderful. But we are not. We are not good. We are not wonderful. So thank God for the gospel. Thank God for the Savior who did unto us what we could never do unto Him. Thank God for Jesus, the one who fulfills the law and the prophets. And He does it for us. Mm-hmm.